Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IP. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cowbred. By Little Red Feather. Horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets. The most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairflex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Ike. I'll be joined by my co-host John Lindo in just one minute. Big day of racing throughout the country, starting with Santa Anita. Ten-race card today, 12.30 first post. The feature race goes as the ninth. That's the Sweet Life Stakes for three-year-old fillies. We'll uh, talk to that talk, talk to that uh, about that race with Bob Mazursky in the next segment. And uh, We have a big card at Tampa Bay today, including the Sam Davis. Race 10 there. Aqueduct has the Withers. And Gulfstream Park will be underway with a 12-race card very shortly. Plus the coast-to-coast, that's the bet between Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita starts at 107 with Gulfstream Park race number nine. Let's bring in uh, my co-host, John Lindo, to talk about those and so much more today. Good morning, John. How you doing? Doing great, Bob. Good morning. So we got a lot going on, including uh, Triple Crown nominations, which were really kind of dominated. Uh, 369 horses nominated to the Triple Crown Brad Cox with 38, Todd Pletcher 36, Bob Baffert 29. So uh, let's start with that, John. Always something to look forward to with the three-year-old races coming up. Right. Just in comparison, last year there were 312 horses nominated to the Triple Crown. This was the first deadline where $600 to nominate was uh, due January the 28th. So like you say, out of the 369, they're up 18% in total nominees. You've got 37 horses nominated from Japan. But it's so top-heavy. You look at it and you see these guys, Brad Cox, 38 nominations, Todd Fletcher, 36 horses, and right now 29 horses currently trained by Bob Baffert are nominated. Obviously, we'll find out by the end of the month if horses in the Bob Baffert stable will have to be moved in order to get derby qualifying points to participate. So it's it's a, a lot there. We have a second nomination deadline of $6,000. That will be March the 27th. And then right on top of the Triple Crown, if you want to supplement to the race, it'll cost you $200,000. But uh, amazing to see how few barns dominate the, the nominations out of that many horses, how many are confined in three, three barns. And we're going to have Brad Free on in the next segment from Daily Racing Forum. He is now do, doing the Derby Watch, and uh, we'll talk to him about some of those noms and as as well as the Bob Baffert situation uh, and what's going to happen with his horses possibly being moved by the end of the month. So we'll talk to Brad about that in the next segment. Uh, John, uh, one of the races today, Road to the Derby, is the Sam F. Davis at Tampa Bay, and their card kicks off at about 9.25, 11 race card. So let's talk a little bit about their 10th race there, the Sam Davis. Right. The Sam Davis, like you say, is race number 10 on the card. That'll go a little bit after 2 o'clock our time. It's a field of 11. There was the scratch today of number 8, Noda. Uh, and uh, it's an interesting race in that the favorite, number 7, WNL, a horse that's won uh, two races uh, in the slop the last two starts at Aqueduct, including the grade two Remsen going a mile and an eighth. That was in December. So we know the mile and a sixteenth is not going to be a, any kind of problem at all. Uh, there is rain forecast today, but right now they're on the track for the first race at, at Tampa and uh, are getting ready for the first race. And the weather's fine right now, no rain yet. So we'll have to see if WNL can carry that form to dry land. And uh, there are a lot of other horses trying to step up, including number 11, Litigate, who I thought ran really well in a one-turn mile at Gulfstream Park last time, made a big move into the fastest part of the race, and then ended up running second to, to uh, Cyclone Mischief. 
he looks like a horse that's going to be much more comfortable around two turns. Now, he draws a bad post, number 11, but he's got Luis Saez and uh, Todd Fletcher in his corner. That's always a plus. At 5-1, to one, I think he's some value in there. You have number two, Prairie Hawk, coming off two wins at Tampa, so you don't have to worry about whether he likes the track or not. He, and he's uh, got tactical speed and an inside post. Mark Cassie has his champion's dream, and this is a horse stretching out around two turns. Looks like a horse that wants to go further. It's an interesting race. Uh, this is not the, the top tier of the Derby contenders at this point, but it's a chance to step up and get involved. So let's see. Uh, it's a good race to watch and keep notes on. WNL, the favorite. I, I think Litigate has a chance to upset the field in the Tampa, uh, the Sam Davis at Tampa. John, on Thursday we learned of the passing of Burt Bacharach, who, you know, John, there are stars, there are superstars, and then there are mega international superstars, and that's the category Burt Bacharach was in. Passed away at age 94, had owned some really nice horses in, in love thoroughbred racing. John uh, really had a passion for it. As a kid going to Del Mar in the 70s, uh, I would see he, him and Angie Dickinson hanging out around the paddock. You talk about a power couple, uh, and they were just, you know, there, and even if they didn't have a horse running as fans, but he owned a horse named Heartlight Number 1, who was a champion three-year-old filly, Soul of the Matter, a very, very good horse, Afternoon Delights. So uh, the music speaks for itself and also a big impact on the thoroughbred racing game. Yeah, you know, Heartlight was named after the song that was recorded by Neil Diamond, so there was ties to there, and Song of the Matter ran second in the very first Dubai World Cup to Cigar, almost upset Cigar that day, and then you had Afternoon Delights who won the Hollywood Fraternity. Uh, you know, a couple of those horses, including Soul of the Matter, were West Virginia bred, so he brought them on the map. Uh, just uh, an, an amazing job as a breeder there. You, you see the catalog of music that Bert Becker had and the people that recorded his music whether it be the Carpenters or Dionne Warwick, Tom Jones. I mean, there were so many people that recorded his music through the years, and I, you know, I think we're going to play some through the show, but uh, just an amazing catalog of music. But as a man, uh, you, know, you don't hear the things he did on, on, on the back, behind the scenes. He was a strong supporter of the Gregson Foundation, a big supporter of the Karma, the California Horse Retirement Foundation. He, had, uh, he has Afternoon Delights. At, uh, over at the Old Friends in Kentucky. I know he's a strong supporter of them. And, uh, you know, you don't hear about these things, but he took care of these, these horses and, and supported the business in so many ways. And in this, in, in this day and age, Bob, Bob Backrack is a kind man. And, and uh, that's saying an awful lot in, in the position he was and, and the things that he's done to impact so many people in a positive way. Uh, we're going to miss him. Yeah, and I, I actually got a chance to speak with him briefly at a party one night in Del Mar, and he was very just a down-to-earth guy, was was not intimidating to be around, but you definitely knew you were around greatness. I mean, his body of work, as you mentioned, John, unbelievable. Um, you know, going one of my old favorite movies, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, you had the raindrops keep falling on my head. So we're going to play a lot of it today in tribute to Burt Backrack, age 94. We lost him on Thursday, a big loss. Well, John, let's make that transition back to horse racing. Uh, your selection sheet, the Lindo Report, appears every racing day at the South Point, at least when we're running. And then uh, you'll add a day for Thursdays when Gulfstream Park or whatever track you choose, uh, that's going to be there at the South Point in the race book. And let's go ahead and get a Santa Anita selection from you. At Santa Anita today in race number four, I like number five, Army Star. 
a horse that didn't have a great trip last time managed to split horses and finished well that day, uh, going six furlongs, a little longer today, six and a half. He's already won twice at this distance, adds Lasix. Diego Herrera gets on board. He was aboard for the win at Del Mar. The trainer, Paula Capestra, won a race, ran one, two in a race yesterday. She's quietly having a, a, a good, good role with a, a very small barn. And at three to one on the morning line, I think it's very fair value. Number five, Army Star, race number four at uh, Santa Anita. And, and Bob, I want to get a selection from you in this segment, too. Uh, you had a winner on the radio last week. You gave out Thomas Beauty at eight dollars. So that was one of five winners on your sheet last Saturday. You came back with four more on Sunday, including a best play, Prince Obama. So I know you're seeing the ball well, and I want to get a play from you as well. All right, I'm going to give a play, John, but just want to also mention, you know, there's a little game going on tomorrow called the Super Bowl. We want to get people, uh, you know, we want to get all of our handicappers' picks today, uh, including yours, John Lendo. But uh, Get up to the South Point. You may already be there, but uh, if you can't make a Super Bowl, there's plenty of stuff coming up. March Madness, all the great racing. Call uh, 866-780-7223. Mary Jungers will be there for a couple more weeks, John, and then she retires. But uh, we'll have contact information for the new person who steps into her job. So that number again, South Point, is 866 780 Seven two two three and John. Before I give my Santa Anita pick, who are you picking in the Super Bowl? I tell you what, the line has moved down to uh, Philadelphia now, one and a half point favorites at the South Point today. And if you play there in in person, it's a a nickel line. So instead of betting one ten to win a hundred, you bet one oh five to win a hundred. They're again helping the players out there at the South Point. I like Philadelphia in the game. I think their offensive and defensive lines are fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, this may come down to you know whoever makes a turnover. I just I see Philadelphia trying to control with their run game, and uh, I like Philadelphia in the Super Bowl, Bob. All right, John, I'm going to give my pick, and I'm going to go to the ninth, which is the sweet life. I hope I'm not stepping on Bob Mazursky's toes here, but I like the favorite in the race, number four, Manhattan Jungle. I think this is one of those classic cases of route to sprint and a horse who's really going to like the hill. She was a sprinter in, in Europe before she came over here. I thought her race last time in the Blue Norther was very, very good. A solid second. Has tactical speed. I love the cutback. I think she'll take to the hill. So that's going to be my single in the late pick five today. Ninth race, number four, Manhattan Jungle, the five to two favorite. And uh, let's go ahead and take our first time out. John, and when we come back, Bob Mazursky and Brad Free in the next selection. Super Bowl selections from everybody, and Burt Backrack music coming and going. You're listening to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Falling on my head, they keep falling. So I just did me some talking to the sun. And I said I didn't like the way he got things done Sleeping on the job Those Angels Radio AM 830 Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway First post time for a 10 race card on Saturday is at 1230 
And please note, we'll have special early first post time on Big Game Sunday at 11 a.m. with free admission, parking, drink specials, and Sirona Sports Bar, and much more. So whether you like the Chiefs or the Eagles, get your Big Game Sunday started with us here at Spectacular Santa Anita. On Saturday, our feature race is the $100,000 Sweet Life Stakes for three-year-old fillies at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. And attention all players, you can compete on site to win entries into the 2023 or 2024 NHC this Saturday in our $1,500 NHC Super Qualifier. Fans don't miss the first coast-to-coast pick five each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their career's end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during, and after their racing days. And LRF Cares is there to provide it. For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. 
What's new, Pussycat? Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo, paying tribute to Burt Backrex music today throughout the show. And uh, John, before we bring in Bob Mazursky, let's get to our Calbred of the Week. Well, this is an easy one, Bob. Our Calbred of the Week is Fun to Dream, who won the Grade 2 Santa Monica last Saturday. Fun to Dream is a Calbred by Arrogate out of the Maria Monsmere Lutef, bred by Connie Pageler and Bob Baffert, is owned by Pageler and Jill Baffert, and is trained by Bob Baffert. Fun to Dream now has six wins from seven lifetime starts. She picked up $120,000 for winning the Santa Monica, and her career earnings are now over $546,000. Congratulations to the connections of Fun to Dream, our Calbred of the Week. Yeah, she's something, John. Hey, John, I got some buddies in town. We're having a 40-year Occidental College basketball reunion this weekend, and a few of them might be listening, so I want to say hello, and I've uh, they were threatening to call in. So I told Leilani, at all costs, bar the door. No one gets in on calls today because uh, there will be a lot of exaggerations and untruths uh, being told. So uh, just want to say hi to those guys. Looking forward to getting together uh, tonight for a, a big dinner. Should be a lot of fun, John. Well, let's bring in Bob Mazursky. Uh, Bob, of course, is the regular handicapper for the Southern California Newspaper Group. His graded handicap appears every racing day. And uh, good morning, Bob. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Doing well, and uh, we want to preview the sweet life. I already made a pick in there, and my gut feeling's going to tell me where we might be on the same horse. Yeah, I like Manhattan Jungle best of all, too. I, for the reasons you mentioned, you know, I like the, the cutting back angle. She was at her best sprinting overseas. But I do think there's some other horses that have a look. Havana Angel, for the same reasons. You know, she's routed here for Leonard Powell. She's cutting back now. And she was most effective going short overseas. Then you have Excelia, Excelia, I believe, who uh, you know ran third in her comeback race to fill the model. She could improve. And the Nitzel was claimed by uh, Peter Miller, you know, for 62.5 out of a maiden win, and he's putting her in a stake, so he must like the claim. So I think those are the races boiled down to. But I do think Manhattan Jungle is definitely the horse to beat. John Lindo, I know you want to get picks uh, and football picks from everybody. So go ahead, John. Yeah, I, I know, Bob, we're going to get a radio pick from you at Santa Anita, but, uh, you know, we're asking everybody today, any opinion in the Super Bowl tomorrow? Yeah, are you from Kansas City or from Philadelphia? Well, I'm from I'm a Green Bay fan, but in this game, I like the uh, Eagles. I think for the reasons you mentioned, John, I think they have the edge on both lines, offensive and defensive, and I think that will be the key to the game. And uh, I, I think it will be a close game, but I do like the Eagles. Well, Bob, last week you gave us Earl's Rock, and uh, that was one that Flavian Pratt got got the best of the Bob. Uh, right on the wire, 980, great pick there. And uh, let's make it two weeks in a row. Where do you want to go for your radio pick? Yeah, I'm going to go to the last race today and take a shot on a horse that has horrible running lines, but I think he might make the lead in here. That's number four, Vegas Burner. He was in a route race last time against Harlow Cap. The first two times he ran, he showed speed against in races won by Faustin and Spun Intended. I think switching to the grass, he might make the lead in here and could get brave at 6-1. to one. So number four, Vegas Burner in the ninth and final. Very good. That was Bob Mazursky. Yeah, tenth and final, number four, Vegas Burner, who is a nice 6-1 to one on the morning line. Uh, Bob, we'll try to get you home wire to wire and enjoy the weekend. You as well, Bob. Take care. Good luck tonight with your uh, 40th reunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to try to survive it and, uh, and and be halfway sharp for tomorrow. All right, take care. 
Oh, and John, uh, by the way, I've already kind of preemptively uh, not doing my sheet tomorrow. So uh, not only is it not only is it going to be a long night. Yeah, a long night tonight. Short fields tomorrow. Super Bowl. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass on putting out a selection sheet tomorrow. Uh, I think that's wise. You can relax and enjoy the evening, and then uh, we'll tell you what you did uh, next week. Very good, yeah. All right, let's bring in Brad Free, uh, Daily Racing Form, longtime correspondent for the form. And, and Brad is now part of the uh, Derby Watch team. He's replaced a guy named Jay Privman. So good morning, Brad. How are you today? Hey, Bob and John. I'm doing well out here at Santa Anita this morning watching some workouts. Speaking of Derby Watch, a couple of members of the Derby Watch Top 20 uh, hooked up in, I don't think this was orchestrated i don't think it was planned but hajazi and practical move worked together um this morning and that workout by the way was a very interesting drill and xptv will be posting it later on this afternoon and i urge strongly urge everyone to take a look at a couple of very promising colts who hooked up this morning at 7:45 in a workout i don't hooked up is not the right word but they they worked together or so to speak and um it's worth watching on xbtv a little bit later on this afternoon so a, a lot of a lot going on this morning um bob baffert worked uh, a couple of horses that are on his endless deep stable of three-year-olds harlow cap uh and fort bragg worked this morning mark glad had a an expensive colt by the name of ultimate gamble who looked very good working under Frankie DeTore. So uh, a lot to keep track of on the three-year-old front out here at San Anita, even though we're still you know, a couple weeks away from the next graded stakes race, which is the San Felipe. Brad, uh, John and I mentioned the Triple Crown noms in the first segment, and uh, I know John had a question for you regarding you know, the Baffert horses and what's going to happen ultimately. So, John, go ahead. Yeah, hey, good morning, Brad. Uh, I noticed in, in the Derby Watch, which comes out every Friday in the hard copy of Daily Racing Forum, you guys are listing the Baffert-trained horses that are that you feel belong on the list on the list. You're not excluding them like the uh, Derby Future Wagers, which is going on this weekend through Twin Spires. So you guys have those on the list, and, and obviously th- these will be updated as we find out what happens with the uh, – current litigation going on to see whether or not Bob will be allowed to start horses at Churchill Downs this weekend, but just wanted to see how, how that affects what you guys are doing. Well, it puts us in a very uncomfortable situation, and it puts the entire sport of horse racing in an uncomfortable situation. I, I, it, it's very unusual to me that racetracks in this day and age have kind of taken on the role of, uh, of law enforcement. I mean, it's Typically speaking, state racing associations are the ones who levy penalties on trainers for whatever indiscretions may or may not have occurred. But in the case of Santa Anita, barring Jerry Hollendorfer and Churchill Downs, barring Bob Baffert from um, running there, it's a very weird situation. All of a sudden, the Kentucky Derby, you know, it's a grade one, but it's a restricted race this year restricted in that no Bob Baffert trainees are allowed. So it's it's right now all David Aragona and I are doing, and David, by the way, is the one who sets the odds for the Derby Watch. Right now what we're doing is identifying the best three-year-olds in the country and kind of leaving the litigation process and the court process, you know, off to Kentucky 
I think that Baffert faces a, a, a long odds on, on being allowed to run. But you never know, and we'll see what happens. If the judge does not rule in Baffert's favor, these three-year-olds need to change barns. They need to change trainers by the end of this month, February 28th. It's in the Triple Crown rules. And um, so we'll find out at the end of this month where these horses go, if they go anywhere. Maybe they just say, the heck with the, we'll shine on the Kentucky Derby this year. Um, but it's right now, John, to answer your question, we're identifying the best horses. Arabian Night is on top. David Aragona has him listed at 6-1. He's the favorite in the Las Vegas Future Book, uh, Winter Book Future Wagers. And um, he's on top of the list with Fort, Forte, I guess. Um, the second choice, Breeders' Cup juvenile winner. And then Cave Rock, who has a big question mark over his head. Not only is he trained by Baffer, so we don't, don't know, you know where, when he can run, but he still does not have a workout since his runner-up finish in the Breeders' Cup last fall. Baffert said last weekend that he's with, coming up to a work. He missed some time with the rain and Cave Rock coming along. But um, there's going to be a lot of changes taking place in the next few weeks. Um, but right now, it's Arabian Night, Forte, and Cave Rock on top, and those are probably the three favorites in just about whatever wager, you know, future book wager you look at. Brad, there was one defection of note. Baffert's Newgate uh, came up with an issue, and he was the winner of the Robert Lewis last weekend, and I know you thought he was kind of an improving sort, so uh, he will drop off the list. And uh, this this weekend, Brad, any horses of interest in the Derby preps, or is it yeah, kind of a sure. quiet one? Okay. Yeah, no, there there are some very interesting horses. They're running at Tampa Bay and, and at Aqueduct. Tampa Bay has the grade three Sam Davis this afternoon. It's race number 10. And W. Nell, who was, we haven't seen him since early December at Aqueduct. He won the Remsen Stakes. The Remsen Stakes at Aqueduct, once upon a time, was a very productive uh, race with regards to the Triple Crown. Horses like Gopher Gin and Thunder Gulch came out of the Remsen to become top three-year-olds. W. Nell has something to prove, um, and so does the runner-up Arctic Arrogance. Arctic Arrogance also runs this afternoon in the Withers at Aqueduct. So both W. Nell in the Sam Davis at Tampa Bay, Arctic Arrogance at, in the Withers at Aqueduct, they're both on the top 20 Derby Watch uh, list, and we're going to find out how good they are this afternoon. Arctic Arrogance is very interesting because he had missed a work going into the Jerome. He's adding blinkers this afternoon, and we're going to find out how good he is. But W. Nell and Arctic Arrogance, the two prominent horses that are running this afternoon at Tampa Bay and Aqueduct. Brad, if you have a Super Bowl opinion, we're all ears. If not, uh, that's fine, too, but we definitely need a Santa Anita selection from you today. Well, you, you guys aren't going to like this because I, I'm usually wrong when it comes to sports betting, but I'm on the same <laughs> side as everyone else, and that's laying the points. I like Philadelphia laying the points. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think Philadelphia will win clear, so I'm going to go ahead and lay the point and a half and out at Santa Anita, I kind of agree, Bob, with you and Bob Mazursky with regards to Manhattan Jungle. However, I think there's another very interesting horse in this race who has a chance to spring an upset. I actually picked him, uh, her second um, under Manhattan Jungle, but at the price, I'll bet my second selection. And that's number seven, Itzel, who was dominating in victory last time out. It was going five and a half furlongs in a maiden 62-5. And she was a smashing winner, front-running winner, claimed by Peter Miller. He brings her back in the six-and-a-half-furlong stake down the hill. And if anyone is going to defeat 
Manhattan jungle, who I agree with everything you guys said, who should be tough cutting back to a sprint. But at the price discrepancy, I'm going to go for number seven, Itzel. And you know what? If Manhattan Jungle wins and Itzel finishes second, well, that's what they have exactness for. So I like Itzel to outrun her 6-1 to one morning line in the Sweet Life Stakes Race 9 today at San Anita. Great job, as always, Brad. Very thorough. Enjoyed having you on. And uh, good luck this weekend, not only on the races, but in the uh, Super Bowl as well. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, that was Brad Free. John, let's take our next time out. When we come back, Jonathan Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, and we'll also have Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. That's the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition, right here on AM 830, home of Angels Baseball. L.A. is a great big freeway. Put a hundred down and buy a car. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest. 
and online at semisoriginal.com. Attention Los Alamitos racing fans. There'll be no live racing at Los Alamitos this weekend, but we'll be back before you know it next Saturday night at the Orange County track. And when we return next Saturday evening, night racing's best bets will also be on tap with the early and late pick fours plus our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights. We'll add 10000 to the pick six pool on Sunday if there's not a carryover. That's more money for you, the horse player, to win. And coming up on February 18th and 19th, our stakes action heats up with the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Winter Derby and Grade 1 Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. The Winter Final will be held on February 18th while the Winter Championship on February 19th will feature round three between world champion Impressum and multiple grade one winner Apolitical Pence. They've split their first two career matchups. Who will win the third meeting? And racing fans, you can still enjoy all the simulcast racing action at Los Alamitos this weekend, featuring all the top daytime tracks from around the country. No live racing this weekend at Los Alamitos, but we look forward to great action next Saturday night. Thank you, racing fans, and we'll see you at the races. Angels Radio. AM 30. Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, John, before we bring in Jonathan Hardoon, just a couple notes here. If remember, first post today at Santa Anita is 12.30. Tomorrow is an early 11 a.m. first post. Get everybody out for the big game. Eight race card tomorrow, 11 a.m. first post time. And John, how about a, a couple words about Little Red Feather and Legacy Ranch, a couple of our very loyal sponsors. Legacy Ranch, obviously, it's breeding season now that it's February, and they've got three terrific stallions, Mr. Big, Straight Fire, and Clubhouse Ride. Give Terry Knight a call if you haven't booked your mares yet, 510-928-4980. He'll take care of you. And our friends at Little Red Feather, they're back in action today in the seventh race. Comebacking Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer, excuse me, makes his return. Hector Barrios aboard for Phil D'Amato. That's the seventh race. Best of luck to our friends at Little Red Feather with Silver Surfer. All right. Well, let's bring in Jonathan Hardoon from the Raggers and Sheets. Good morning, John. How you doing? Good, guys. How are you? We're doing well. First of all, uh, get us up to speed on your conditions today at Aqueduct. Well, it's a cool day in the 40s. However, the sun is shining and uh, it's warming up as the day goes on. So, so far, so good. John Lindo, I know you're going to be all eyes on the withers. So uh, go ahead and jump in. Yeah, good morning, John. Uh, looking at the withers today, it's a field of seven, and it's a mile and an eighth, so it's the longest of the derby preps today, uh, along with the race down the Golden Gate, the El Camino Real. And we've got uh, the favorite in there, number four, Hit Show, who has never raced at Gulfstream Park. Excuse me, Gulfstream Park. Aqueduct, excuse me. And uh, Arctic Arrogance, who has proven form there. Does the race over the track there really make a huge difference at Aqueduct? Well, it always makes a difference, in my opinion, and the, the one does get the edge here. You know, he's been around two turns. He's run five times. He's never run worse than second. Linda Rice Barn has been on fire the last couple of months. Blinkers go on today. You know, he's worked well for this race, and he has the advantage of breaking from the inside at a mile and an eighth. He's going to be tough to beat. He will be first or second choice. You know, it's between him and the Brad Cox horse hit show for who's going to be the favorite, but I give the edge to Arctic Arrogance. Having a race over the track certainly helps. Well, John, uh, last week you gave us a couple winners, and before we get picks from you uh, on the racing front, how about Super Bowl? Any opinion? 
Yeah, I like the Chiefs. I like Andy Reid. I think uh, coaching in that game is a big edge, and he's done it before. Everyone's on Philadelphia, so, of course, I'm going to uh, Kansas City. Hardoon with the contrarian view in tomorrow's Super Bowl. Love it. Going with the Chiefs. Uh, So, John, last week, two winners, red carpet ready at 660, rocket can down at Gulfstream at 720. Great call there. Uh, You are doing selections from all over the country, so we want to get a couple plays from you today. Where do you want to go? Okay, so let's go to Aqueduct Race number 8 for the first of our two radio plays. And I love the number one horse in here, Anejo. This is a five-year-old from the Doug O'Neill barn. Believe it or not, O'Neill has a few horses in New York. He's not going to be the favorite. He's listed at a three-to-one, but they're going to go for the Pletcher and Velasquez horse, the seven, McAllen. I love number one in Nehu. He has a race over the track. He's won over the track. He's won at the distance. Dylan Davis aboard to ride. Number one, Anejo wins today's eighth race out at Aqueduct. Okay, that's Aqueduct. And where do you want to go for your second pick? We're going to go to Tampa Bay, actually, and look at the 10th race, the Sam F. Davis Stakes. And uh, the big favorite in here, W. Nell, has done nothing wrong, but his good races were both on a wet track. I like a horse in here listed at 15-1 to 1 on the morning line, number four, LaVere. Three-year-old called from the George Arnold barn. Five career starts, each race better than the previous one. Jose Morales aboard to ride, and again, 15-1 to 1 on the morning line. Main competition is all drawn outside, so I think number four has a pretty good shot of upsetting at a price. Number four, LeVar, wins today's 10th race out of Tampa Bay Downs. All right, those are the two selections from John Hardoon, and uh, tell us what we can get today at the website, John. They can go to J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Today we have Oakland, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and Santa Anita selections. Very good. Good luck. Enjoy the weekend, Then we'll talk to you again next Saturday. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. All right. Well, let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein now from BetOnBruce.com. Bruce is looking, of course, at Northern Cal, Southern Cal, Super Bowl, around the country, doing it all. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? How's it going, Bob? John, how's it going, guys? We're doing well. Uh, First of all, uh, Bruce, we want to get a preview of the El Camino Real Derby today uh, on the synthetic. So it's a race where, you know, not normally considered a huge Kentucky Derby prep, but tell us what you see in that race. Well, it did provide, uh, didn't it uh, provide a Preakness winner, didn't it, a couple of years ago? Yeah, Rombauer, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. Occasionally a nice horse pops up in this race. You know what's unusual about this race is we're going a mile and an eight this early in the year, and I think that's telling because on this synthetic track, you know that speed does not hold as well going long, and then they're asking these three-year-olds to go a mile and an eight, so you better be able to stay the distance and finish. And guess who pops up here again? Bob Baffert, who all of a sudden has looked at this race. He's won this race two of the last three years. I think it was Azul Coast and Black Adder won last year, two of the last three years, um, he brings in Gilmore. And this is a stayer. This may not be, uh, you know, a, one of these brilliantly fast horses for, for Bob, but uh, he broke maiden at Los Alamitos. You will watch that race. He just keeps going. He sat second down the backstretch. He made a move into contention. He ran down the front runner. He could not have won easier. He was really reaching out at the wire. They ran a, the mile that day in 137-2, and two. There was a great three race for two-year-olds that day, the Starlet, 
I was in a mile in the 16th, but the, the, the mile split in the Starlet was 137-4. and four. So this actually uh, was a decent enough time for a maiden race. The other thing here is there, there's, a, there's some speed in the race. You have Harson for Jerry Moss, a horse, and also Baffert brings in another runner by the name of Nuller Bar. And I'll be honest with you, I think this is a pace car. I think he sent this horse over there to make sure he had some for, for Gilmore. It's the same ownership, so there's no real conflict of interest. So I think Nuller Bar is there to make sure there's a fast pace. Uh, Gilmore should love the mile and Nate. They're just going to come down to, I think, whether or not he handles the synthetic. He's 4-1 to one on the line, guys. I don't buy it at all. I think... Gilmore will be probably the co-favorite in this race, maybe around closer to two to one. But it'll just come down, I guess, the surface eighth race uh, in in the El Camino Reality, and Gilmore is definitely the horse to beat the one. John Lindo, I know uh, you want to get a pick from Bruce uh, up there for Nor- for uh, Golden Gate, and uh, of course, remind everyone the Golden Hour Pick Four and Golden Hour Double are uh, always in play between Santa Anita and Golden Gate. So, John, go ahead. Yeah, we've got some action in that, in that golden hour pick four now with Gilmore, but I want to get a radio play from you on the card at, at Golden Gate. And, and, Bob, one thing about where Bruce is, he's in Las Vegas where you can actually play the Super Bowl, you know, not for just entertainment purposes. So we'll get a play from the Super Bowl from him as well as the Santa Anita pick from you. But how about a radio play for, for Golden Gate, uh, Bruce? Let's go back one race uh, before that. I think there's an, an excellent gamble here on the bottom horse, the seven smile and profile. She's run or um, she's run twice. Go back to the debut. That's the significant race. This is a maiden 25,000 claimer. And this was a noteworthy race in debut. She ran against the boys actually on debut. She brought it. There was rain coming down. She did. She broke dead last. And the rider just decided instead of, you know, maybe staying in the middle or going outside, he went inside. And that was an apprentice Escobedo. And she found, she moved up, but she found a whole lot of traffic most of the way until she hit the top of the lane. She looked to go between horses. I think the rider maybe, it says green. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it's the horse was green or the rider was green because he sort of bailed out and tried to angle outside, you know, to build out of that hole, tried to go right, nailed another horse, then the problems began, then another horse came back and bothered her. You could write volumes on the trouble that this horse had. Still managed to finish fourth. Off of that performance, they ran her in a straight maiden race where she just didn't belong. She's been, they're regrouping today. The blinks go on. She's back in against Phillies this time for a maiden 25,000 tag. You have an outstanding veteran rider who just keeps clicking on in uh, Frank Alvarado. Always seems to be around the 20% mark. I think she'll, he'll fit this horse well. So off of that ugly running line, let's go with the uh, seven or smile and profile eight to one. That would be great. Don't know that we'll get that, but, uh, uh, I would say a, a nice uh, rolling double there, at least with smile and profile to Gilmore in the eighth race. Bruce, uh, any Super Bowl opinion and uh, a Santa Anita pick? You know, I'm kind of with John on this one. I kind of like Kansas City. And the thing that worries me a little bit about, you know, we talk about phony wins sometimes by horses. Philadelphia didn't exactly have the hardest road uh, getting to the Super Bowl. You had a, a San Francisco team that had no quarterback. And you had the, the Giants, who were kind of an overachieving team. They blew both teams out. I wonder if they're really that good. They're good, 
but I think that they were flattered by a couple of teams that were overmatched. Uh, Kansas City beat the Bengals, who I think were as good as anyone this year uh, in, a, in a great game. So I kind of think the, the NFC was a little weaker than the AFC. I'm going to go money line. I'm going to be bold here. I'm going to go money line. I guess it's what, plus 110 on the Chiefs. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs plus 110 to win it. About Santa Anita. Let's go to the first race at Santa Anita. I like a horse that's stretching out today, guys. The three running with the boys. She made it two in a row on the Santa Anita turf courts. Both sprints came off a twelve month, a twelve week layoff. Excuse me. Uh, I really like the way she won last time out. She was a little quicker than she was in her previous win. She got into the running, trying to chase down the the front runner at the top of the lane, angled off the rail. And one with something left. If you're into the gallop out, watch this one. Because not only did she win the race by a length, she galloped out a good seven, eight lengths in front. And that uh, bodes well here. She goes a mile. I don't think she's going to be too far out of it. This is a race lacking in pace. We know she can finish. Uh, she's by Liam's map, who was a, an excellent mile. I believe she, he won the, the Breeders' Cup mile. So maybe on the, uh, the, the male side, this horse can go on in distance, but I really like what I saw last out, and I don't think this is that tough a, 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 an ask here for her to go a mile. So race one, number three, running with the boys, three to one on the morning line. Tell it, and tell us what we can get on betonbruce.com today. Full card analysis on a challenging card today at Santa Anita, late races from Gulfstream Park. I also put together some audio for you on both the best bets at Santa Anita and the full card, and also a late pick five today for you at Golden Gate. So check it out at betonbruce.com. Thank you, Bruce. I'll talk again next week. Have a great weekend, guys. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, Toby Callett and Scott Shapiro in the final leg of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM830 KLAA. The angels got together and decided to create a dream come true. Angels Radio. AM830. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway. First post time for a 10-race card on Saturday is at 12.30. And please note, we'll have special early first post time on Big Game Sunday at 11 a.m. with free admission, parking, drink specials, and Sirona Sports Bar, and much more. So whether you like the Chiefs or the Eagles, get your Big Game Sunday started with us here at spectacular Santa Anita. On Saturday, our feature race is the $100,000 Sweet Life Stakes for three-year-old fillies at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. And attention all players, you can compete on site to win entries into the 2023 or 2024 NHC this Saturday in our $1,500 NHC Super Qualifier. Fans don't miss the first coast-to-coast pick five each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. 
For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 30. Red Los Angeles, and before we bring in Toby, just a couple quick notes. No racing at Los Alamitos this weekend, so we'll have Michael Rona back next weekend. He's only given us four straight radio winners, so we'll look forward to talking with him next Saturday. Uh, don't forget about Sammy's rolling back the prices to 2013 uh, menu prices, a big Rainbow Six bonus as well there, and post time at Sammy's in just a few minutes. And the Derby Room, open right now, waiting to serve you. And the winner of the Scoop Vessels Award from the CTBA for contributions to the industry, over $90 million in handle, and the host of the CTBA sales at Fairplex. So lots going on, great simulcast outlets. If you can't be out there live, let's get right to Toby Callett. First of all, Toby, it looked like another, another Chamber of Commerce day down at Gulfstream. 83 degrees, mostly sunny. Uh, we're going to plug it out as best we can, Bob. Well, let's dive right in. Uh, for, if you have a Super Bowl opinion, we're all ears. And uh, if you don't, let's get to Gulfstream for a radio play. Okay, I'm uh, rooting for the Eagles because I have a couple of good friends that, uh, that are Eagles fans, so uh, I'll root for them. Other than that, I have no opinion. You guys were talking about the uh, Tampa. Uh, quick tidbit of Tampa today. Take a look in the fifth race at number nine. Tito Mimosa, you guys are talking about the Triple Crown Trail. This is a half-sister to Taiba, uh, running at Tampa Bay Downs in a third in a maiden special weight race with a booming, whopping purse of $32,000. Okay, All right. that's enough of that. Let's go to Gulfstream Park, and uh, today's radio play will be in the ninth. The ninth, uh, generally, I don't go for horses coming off of the Breeders' Cup races, but the one web swinger is an interesting prospect. 
it looks like he's been training very well. He's uh, got three turf, uh, two turf works. His last three drills at the Palm Meadows, uh, one of which being a bullet, which is very fast over that strip that the dog's up. And he's going to race as a gelding for the first time. And Javier Castellano is a very good grass rider. He might not get all the attention that he used to, but this horse is in a great spot. His main rivals are the two, Cumbarumba, uh, the three, Sendero, who had a brutal trip in his last, and the five, Cali uh, Kempos. That is one, two, three, five to stay alive in today's ninth at Gulf Stream Park. And that is the first leg of the Coast to Coast, Toby, so you're going to help us get through that one, and we appreciate it. Uh, we'll spend more time next Saturday. Bye-bye. Okay, that was that was Toby Callett from tobycallett.com uh, with the ninth race there from Gulfstream. Let's bring in Scott Shapiro from twinspires.com. Good morning, Shapper. Good morning, Iker. How you doing, buddy? We're doing well. Sorry we squeezed you a little bit, but uh, give us a word on okay. the Derby Future wagering going on. Yeah, the Derby Derby Future wager pool closes at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. Open yesterday. Win and exact the wagering. Just looking at the current odds, Forte 6-1. to one. Tappet Triche 13-1. to one. That's the horse that won the allowance at Goldstream. Who's your filly? The filly at 10-1. to one. And all others right now, four to one, a very appetizing price, but that's early in the wagering. John Lindo, I know you uh, want to tap into Scott's uh, NFL opinion. Well, Scott did a lot of work for the uh, the sports with Twin Spires, and I know you got to have an opinion on the Super Bowl, Scott. Hey, John, uh, I don't have a strong opinion on the game. I think the public leaning a little bit too much on the Eagles. I heard Bruce's opinion. They haven't quite played the competition. I agree with that. I, I lean Eagles, but I'm staying away from the side. I do like a weird prop kind of to an extent. I like over Josh Sweat stacks. I think he's got a good matchup, one of the Eagles defensive linemen. So that'll be one of my wagers on, on the Super Bowl. But no real strong opinion this year. I love it. A prop play from the Shapper. Uh, let's go to, where are we going? O- Oakland Park today for your uh, radio selection? Yeah, I'm playing Oakland and Turfway today. We'll go with something pretty soon, actually. Uh, 130, race one at Oakland. It's a $50,000 starter allowance, so we've got about 40 minutes or so to post there, a little less. And I like number four, Mia Comet, 4-1 to one on the line, currently up there at 9-2 to two early in the wagering. Torres chased the pace last time from the outside, but I don't think there's a lot of speed. There was a lot of speed in the January 8th race. He exits, and the favorite in here is one for 10 with five seconds, including three in a row as a favorite. So we'll try number four, Mia Comet, in race one at 4-1 to one on the morning line. That's at Oakland Park. All right, Chopper, and uh, we know you're going to be covering and watching all these uh, Triple Crown races. Are you making another trip uh, out of town anytime soon? Yeah, I'll be headed to the Risen Star. That card is being drawn as we speak. Also, we'll have Hoosier Philly, who I mentioned, running in the Rachel Alexandra. I'll be there starting on Wednesday afternoon. All right. Well, we will look forward to checking in again uh, next week. And uh, enjoy. Safe travels. Good luck in your Super Bowl prop and uh, the first race at Oakland today. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Laker. Have a good one, buddy. All right. That was Scott Shapiro. I want to thank Scott and all of our guests today. Uh, John, plenty going on this weekend. Let's enjoy a great card of racing today. First post at Santa Anita, 12.30, early tomorrow at 11 a.m. Get out early, watch the Super Bowl. Uh, John, going to be a fun weekend. It's going to be terrific, and Mike will be on tomorrow, the usual time, 8 to 10 tomorrow, and then we'll get on with the racing and do a little uh, football watching in the afternoon. 
Andy Harris to follow. Thank you, Leilani and the team inside. Have a great weekend. Hope you cash some bets, and uh, we will talk to you again next Saturday. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. A. Go right to the source and ask the horse, he'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. A. A horse is a